Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Hi, everybody. We have Taylor and Katie Smith here today of Studio Sisters. And I have been friends with Katie for... I really don't want to say, but I think it's been almost a decade, which doesn't seem right, but that (laughs) days just keep happening. And she is here with her sister, Taylor, and I cannot even, uh, we're going to get into so much. They have a sticker shop now, and they are absolutely killing it on Etsy. They are two totally different people, so I'm going to let them totally introduce themselves separately. Taylor, can you go first? Sure. Thanks so much, Kristen, for having us on the podcast. I'm super excited. First of all, um, Crafty Ass Female used to be my running podcast uh, for a good part of 2020. This is I would put on your podcast while I run. So um, I'm so excited to be here. So, okay, let me introduce myself. I live in sunny Florida. I try to be a beach bum as much as possible, but I work a lot. So there's some you know, work-life balance there. Uh, I own multiple businesses. And um, so Studio Sisters is one of my full-time businesses that I run. Um, We sell vinyl stickers as well as planner stickers, and we produce them entirely ourselves. So Katie designs them, we print them and cut them all on our own. We don't use like a third-party producer or anything like that. And then also I have another business, which is an artist retreat center and a wedding venue. So I'm very busy with my time, but it is so rewarding to work for yourself and be a full-time creative entrepreneur. I love it. I love what I do every day. And I realized within the past, you know, couple of years that my real passion was also in like helping other women succeed in their businesses and helping other like women entrepreneurs go from just like a little bit of you know, revenue in their business to a lot of revenue. So that's who I am. And um, I'll let Katie talk now. Go ahead, Katie. I will. But I also just want to mention that you do all these amazing things, but you are also crafty yourself. You create these awesome, awesome weavings. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, I it took me a couple of years to sort of find my jam for crafting. But I, you're right, I do weave tapestries as well. That is awesome. No, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, and also your friend Andy was on the show a couple of months ago, and Andy was talking about how you helped her take her business from a small bit of revenue to something that she never thought that she could grow into something absolutely amazing as well. It, I can't turn it off. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't just stop with my business, right? I just feel like there's so much excitement for me in, like, helping other people with their businesses. I can never turn it off. And so Andy's business is amazing. And so I've been super like excited about being there alongside of her while she grows her business. All right, Katie, let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. So I am Katie. As Kristen said, I have known her for years and years and years. And I am the artist sister. I like, I love everything creative and artsy. So at Studio Sisters, I paint and I design all the stickers that we produce and sell. So that's my absolute favorite part of the job. Um, 
I also do a lot of work for Tombow and I art journal and I oil paint and just pretty much if it's creative, I love it. You are like my, if Bob Ross were here, he would be super proud of you. That is basically the best thing you could say to me. <laughs> and so accurate, right? I, yeah, I mean, like, you're, and you have such this, this way of creating art in this Bob Rossian way, but it also has this incredible feminine energy to it. You paint these girls and these women with these flowy hair that has Bob Rossian things in it and galaxies and it, it's an expansion of his legacy and I love it and it's I just absolutely love that <laughs> it's so you thank you well hi guys welcome I am so excited that you're here I want to talk about first off let's talk about how real quick you guys killed it in your Etsy shop you decided to start an Etsy shop selling stickers that you made like at home and you killed it. Like, no joke. You're in the top 1% of Etsy sellers. How did you make that happen real fast? <laughs> yeah, that's a, we get asked that question a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I know this is why you made the course. So is this something that you're going to get into in the course? Yes. Okay. So let's jump back a little bit to the, how do we make this happen? Right. Um, and yes, we are teaching our blueprint in our course. So we'll talk about that later, but the answer is yes. If you want to learn what we, how to do what we did, it is going to be taught in our course. So, um, we each previously had Etsy shops that, um, we did on our own. And I think we've mentioned that on our own podcast, Katie started out like a million years ago, um, selling hand painted shoes on Etsy custom shoes. And then, uh, I had an Etsy shop where I sold vintage Christmas ornaments and like I, it's my collection. That's what I collect are antique and vintage Christmas ornaments. And then like when I would go out and personally shop, I would, find some that like were not my jam, but I knew they were valuable. So I would resell them as vintage on Etsy. And so each of us did these things, but like me as the business person, I was missing the parts of the artist person. And Katie as the artist was like, you know, creating these beautiful works of art, but not knowing what was needed on the business side and the analytical side to actually sell those products on like a big marketplace like Etsy. So when we put our um, skills together, it was a no brainer like to combine everything. Now, that's not to say that we instantly knew what to do. Um, there was some trial and error, right? And um, a lot of learning. I have spent a year and a half studying SEO, search engine optimization in particular. So that's been a big part of the uh, driving factor behind our shop is learning about keyword research and how to get found in an algorithm. But um, combining those two things and now like we're presenting that to other people with both of our strengths and talents together has sort of like been the accelerator. And uh, this is going to sound familiar, I think, to most artists or most people who sell products 
Um, we started out with a larger range of products in our shop. Like initially we sold masks, we sold some DIY kits, um, and then we kind of niched down and our stickers and we niched down to solely just doing the stickers, just doing this one product that we're known for. And I think a lot of Etsy sellers, or even if you're just an artist yourself and you're selling only on Instagram or only in craft markets, you kind of find yourself doing the same thing. It's a very similar story where maybe you try a bunch of different things and then you eventually niche down to the one thing that's working super well for you. I have a question about that. Okay. I know from both personal experience, as I have been able to narrow down my field to something that I really like, but I've come across a lot of people who just say, but I want to do everything, but I want to, you know, I want to do watercolors and I want to do stickers and I want to sell vintage books. What's your advice to a person that's just like, but I, I really have passions for all of these things? All right. Um, I can take this one. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> um, question. Because I have, as I mentioned earlier, like I love everything creative. So I have so many passions as well. But I think the answer to that is that you have to find a way to stay consistent to your style or your process throughout all of the different projects that you like to do. I think that's great advice. And as soon as I said watercolors, I was like, oh, you know what? But you can still paint galaxies with watercolors and gouache. And mm-hmm. oh, I saw your resin one. That, and I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. I would- And I love that. And Oh, go ahead, Taylor. Oh, I just wanted to add to that. Like, that's my, that's our advice is like, you can still be multi-passionate and work in multiple mediums if that, that's your jam, but you need to find a thread through all of those that can be recognizable to your customers that that's my business side speaking. So like Katie's is, you know, maybe it's her galaxies and her particular aesthetic, even though she works on different mediums. Um, we have another Etsy seller that we have worked with um, that I have coached in the past, and she sells earrings and then some different fabric artwork and tapestry pieces. And what is recognizable in her work in these very different things is her specific like color palettes. Everything is bright and colorful, so it's very easy to recognize because she doesn't go outside of that. So find the thing that is not just recognizable to you, but also your audience is like, oh, I get it. Like she always uses this vibe or this color palette. Yeah. And I think that's a really great distinction is that you're not, if you want to sell art, you're not just making art for yourself anymore. You are making art for a customer and then a customer base. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to make decisions about, well, do I want to make money with this? And then who is this, who is my audience? And I love the idea of having that thread and having something that distinguishes you and so that your customer and your customer base can say, especially if they have it around their house, it can be like, oh, well, that's a Katie. Um, Because it doesn't matter if it's a lady 
or if it's a galaxy or if it's a nature painting, you know that, like, I know that it's done by Katie. Like, I can flip through my Instagram and it doesn't matter what, whether it's a sticker or a, a painting painting or whether it's the, the, the Tombow display. Mm-hmm. You know that it's done by a specific person because of that style. Yeah, and you can still totally create the art that you love. Like, you don't have to change your passion or, like, the thing that you're doing. But you do have to keep in mind that you want to try and just stay consistent in what some part of it, some style that is you. Yes. Because that's where the passion comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's the name of your course? Okay, I'll talk about it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Our course is called Dream, Create, Sell. And we are teaching our step-by-step guide to how to make more money on your handmade products on Etsy and then also using Instagram as well. I love it. And so what kind of artist is this course for? It is for like literally, literally everyone. Like we don't like say you can only make certain products. It is very open towards anyone, I think, especially the business part. But also I talk about like finding your style in the course and like selling authentically. And it can like work for any type of artist, whether you're a fine artist, like oil painting and watercolors, or whether you crochet or make jewelry, like, wouldn't you agree, Taylor? Like it's for anyone. Oh, absolutely. And um, so we teach the business framework. And in that sense, like, it doesn't matter what you sell on Etsy, if you follow our instructions on how to validate a product, how to validate your product descriptions, how to write them, how to identify who your target customer is, from the business framework, it, it honestly doesn't matter what kind of work you're doing, you can follow that workflow you can follow the step-by-step guide and then on the artist side and the marketing yourself as like an authentic creator side katie shows you like even if you're not a painter even if you're not selling stickers whatever you're selling how to begin to grow and develop um your brand as a specific style too so it really is for anyone who wants to take who's already selling some kind of art um, and they are wanting to um, take that sort of to the next level. They are wanting to set income goals and to improve their skills in um, primarily photography, but also selling and marketing their art as well and um, kind of scale that shop very quickly. So you have a part in the course about like up-leveling your Instagram photography and your photo styling. Mm-hmm. We definitely talk about photos in one of the modules. It's like, it's nothing but photos and how you use different photos for Etsy versus Instagram, even. Oh, yes. See, I think that's something that instantly ups your game. Because on Etsy, on Instagram, you can immediately tell, I just, I just redid all of my shop photos in my own shop. And I'm like, oh, man, I actually like going to my shop now. It (laughs) looks really good. It makes you feel more confident about the products you're selling. makes you feel better about saying, hey, go to this link. I'm selling this. 
Because if you, if you, I'm going to make a silly metaphor. When your product photos are not awesome, it's like when you are wearing your inside clothes when you go out of the house and you see somebody that you know and you're like, oh crap, I'm not dressed appropriately for being outside of the house. I don't want to see that person. I'm just going to go like hide in the clothes rack. But if your photos are great, you're like, hey, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. What are you doing? And you're just, it feels good because it really does convey the physical thing that you have that you want to show somebody because it's so hard to sell online sometimes girl because it's just photos yes i love that metaphor um because actually so when i worked with etsy sellers over the past few months i say something like oh send me your shop link right i'd love to help send me your shop link and so they'll reply with an email and they'll send me their shop link and like nine times out of 10, there's also a sentence below the shop link where the seller says, but I'm planning to retake my photos, right? They already know the photos are not awesome. And so they already feel like their shop and their work as an artist or an entrepreneur is not at its best because of the quality of the photos. It, it like, absolutely. And then also, if you think about it from the customer side, like shopping online is, although we all do it now, it's still like, it's still a thing where to get me to buy something online without me being able to see it in person, I have to feel confident in it. Like the quality, the color, the style, is it going to be what the person says it is? Like, are they qualified to make and sell this thing to me? All of those things, unfortunately, like I know it's hard, but it has to be conveyed in the photo. So um, we have a couple of awesome modules on product photography in the course. And then Katie really breaks down the, the little details that matter, like how many props you should have, what kind of backgrounds, what are the optimal sizes and stuff for Instagram versus Etsy and like why there's even a difference too. That's such good knowledge. And also if you have it in front of you and somebody's telling you this stuff, then you don't feel like you're lost. Because it's a jungle out there. Like, there is so much stuff on all of the different sites. And like you were saying, Taylor, in order to do it, quote unquote, correctly, you really have to do some research and, you know, trial and error. And so what do you think is the most valuable thing inside your course? Uh, Do you have different answers? I, we probably have different answers. Can we each give an answer? Of course you can. <laughs> this is, I would, that's the best thing about having two different people on the show. Okay. Katie, do you want to go first? Okay. But I'm, I'm not sure if we have different answers. They might be the okay. same. From the artist stand, from the artist view here, I would say that the module on SEO and like the, business keywords is probably the most valuable for me because it was the stuff that I was overwhelmed and lost on before we started doing all the research and learned it all ourselves before that. Like for me, that would have been the most valuable. Okay. I do agree with that because I feel like it's this thing that you don't know 
is a thing until you know it's a thing, right? You, you don't know it's there until you know it's there. So I would agree with that, Katie, um, that that actually is like so important. And I've described it on our own podcast before as like this door with a golden key to it. Once you have the key, you're good. But until then, you really are sort of like kept out of how to do more than just get the people who already know you to buy from you. Like, how do you get people who don't know you at all to find your product online and fall in love with it? And SEO is definitely the key to that. So what I teach in the course um, in our SEO module is how to find keywords, how to validate them across multiple search engines. So how to use Etsy, Google, and Pinterest. Um, and then also where they need to go within your Etsy listings and the exact placement the do's and don'ts, the basics. Um, and so I break it all down step by step. So I, maybe that is the most valuable lesson in the course. I love that you guys are talking about SEO because SEO is, it's just so incredibly important. And like we talk about, so, we talk about social media, everyone's on social media, everyone's using social media. But I love how you described SEO as this door with a golden key. And I think of social media as basically the same thing, except it keeps everybody out. Like you, SEO is fairly straightforward and has been for a long time and is not necessarily going to make drastic changes to itself every six months, unlike social media algorithms. So with, you know, understanding SEO and best SEO practices, you can make long-term inroads with your business. And I also love that you talk about Pinterest as a search engine because Pinterest is one of the most powerful search engines for creative business owners and creative people and people who want to do anything having to do with crafts, creative business, art. It's a goldmine. So I love that you're covering these things. Okay, so we know why you created the course. We know what's in the course. What are some common things that you see people doing right now? Mistakes, things where people could be doing, you know, this instead of that. What are some common things that you see people doing that, that they should be doing in a different way? Okay, so my number one pet peeve that people do with their Etsy shops or even your Instagram account that they think is helping them, but it's having the complete opposite effect and it's actually killing your Etsy shop is follow for follow or asking friends, family, other Etsy sellers to go favorite their items when those people have no intention of buying from you. They think they're helping and they're doing the exact opposite. Do you know why, Kristen? I do. I would love for you to explain it. So when you do follow for follow or favorite for favorite, or you just put out a call on your social media to your friends and family who support you and you're like, hey, can you go favorite my shop? Can you go favorite my items? When you do those things on Etsy, at first it seems good, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm getting views on my shop. I'm getting favorites. This is a good thing. People like me. That's a good thing. But actually when they don't 
check out and buy that item. Instead, it tells Etsy, hmm, lots of people are looking at this and they're favoring it, but they're not buying it. So that means there must be something wrong. It could be that it's priced too high. The pictures aren't good enough. Maybe the seller's shipping policy is scaring people away. Maybe there's just not inf enough information in the product description. So Etsy doesn't know what's wrong, but they know there's some disconnect and that these people aren't actually interested in this product. And then what Etsy does is it says, oh, well, let's just rank that product lower in the search results because it seems that it's not a very, like, it, something's wrong and it's not the product people are likely to buy. So let's take a similar product instead and let's start showing that one. And so you're actually helping your competitors if you ask people to favor it, but they're not going to actually buy from you. Katie, what about you? Um, well, I think one of the biggest um, mistakes, I guess, that I see artists or sellers doing on both Instagram and Etsy is taking photos of their work on like, a super white background or like it almost looks like they photoshopped the background out of the product and it's just so stark white like yeah it looks clean but it looks too clean it looks fake yes we don't all live in as much as we might want to we don't all live in the metropolitan museum of modern art mm -hmm. exactly like you do want to have really nice and well-lit photos but you don't want that hyper white photoshopped white background yes it's just not it's not real yeah you need to add a little bit of your personality into your photos right and that that's well that's another thing that helps you to be authentic mm -hmm. and that's another thing that helps people to be like oh well that's like that's Kristen's desk and that's yep. the thing that she has on her desk all the time like that's the thing that's in her background oh that's you know that's her pages and those visual reminders help people to remind themselves that, oh, yeah, that's a person. And when I buy stickers from that shop, I'm buying them from a person. Yeah. And people like to connect with you, the artist and the creative, the crafter. And I think white backgrounds just don't really let that show through. You could be just a website from China for all they know. Like, you could be anything. Yeah. And also, like, Sometimes it just like feels like you're in a bathroom, which is weird. <laughs> like bathroom, airport, museum, right. And like imported. Yeah. Imported websites. Yeah. It's also yeah, that's really hard to achieve good quality photos. Even if you are an awesome photographer of your own like products, it's just hard to achieve something that also looks good on white. It shows lint. It can show glares. You have shadows. Like guys, that's not an efficient use of your time trying to perfect a white background photo that's still going to then look imported or fake. Like pick a background that you love that's somewhat neutral and use that. And you're going to save yourself like a lot of heartache. Yeah. And I will say that I do sometimes take photos on my desk, which is white. So if you're like, oh, Katie's Instagram has white backgrounds. I'm like, yes, it does. But I still try to add my personality. Like I don't cut everything away. Like it has my desk, like whatever junk's laying on my desk. Like it has my journals, my pens. Like it's not all styled and Photoshopped. Right, exactly. I'm so, ex I am so excited for this course. It's, it's gonna help so many people and 
think the two of you are... Even if you weren't sisters, I think you would work so well together because of how differently and interconnected you think. Oh, I think so too. Although I don't know if I could have convinced Katie <laughs> to work with me if I wasn't her sister. I definitely pulled the big sister card on this business, but it worked out. Um, but we like fit together so well and we think like in such an awesome like synchronized way but we also know like what our different strengths are right like what i'm good at and what she's good at and what are definitely like katie things and what are definitely taylor things to do so yeah it's pretty cool i love it okay so let's wrap up the interview with my favorite currently card I know Katie has done one already. Um, I'm going to ask you questions and we are going to somewhat rapid firely answer. How about we'll do Taylor first and then Katie in order. So Taylor, what are you currently watching? YouTube. <laughs> uh, I'm probably watching like, um, well, SEO videos or like how to create Facebook ad op audiences on YouTube. Yes. I feel you. I, I really feel you on that one. <laughs> Katie, what are you watching? Um, well, as far as TV shows, I'm just going to nerd out here and say that I've been watching Manifest. Ooh. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's it's a little bit weird. Like Things have gotten strange, but it's really good. It's a sci-fi. Where is it? Hulu. It's on Hulu. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ooh. If you watched Lost, if you were a Lost fan, you'd probably like Manifest. It's strange, though. It's a mind trip. Cool. I might check that one out. Yeah, I agree. It's weird, but I like it. Okay. Taylor, what are you reading? I'm reading a book called The Authenticity Project. It's a fiction novel, and I am reading it for uh, a book club that I go to. And this is my month to host, and I chose the book, so I, I got to finish it before next week. Nice. Is it good? Yeah. So it's about this journalist who like kind of gets in this position of like, no one's really honest about anything. Like no one tells anyone what they think or the shares their true thoughts. So he just fills this, like fills the beginning of a journal with his true thoughts and like leaves it at a coffee shop and just waits to see what happens. And then other people like kind of stumble upon it and they start putting like their most honest and true thoughts in it. And it's a cool book. Oh, fun. Katie, what are you reading? Well, I haven't started it yet, but I just checked out the book Find Your Artistic Voice by Lisa Congdon, and I haven't read it yet, but I just downloaded it. I love that one. Okay. I really, I really, really, really liked that one from her. Um, it was, it. I just really liked it. I really liked that one from her. Taylor, what are you listening to? always a thousand podcasts um but one i'm really loving right now is called the chris harder show and it's about entrepreneurship and generosity like how to be more generous not just with your money but like with you as like an entrepreneur oh yeah like it's that it's really good i like it katie how about you um well i'm not quite as cool as taylor i don't listen to nearly as many podcasts as she does i'm actually a classical music person so I've still got my two cellos or my film scores playing all the time. Very nice. Very nice. Taylor, what are you making? 
<laughs> now here's where Katie's cool answer is and I'm left blank. <laughs> I have a couple of tapestries going. Um, it's like a matching set and um, my mom is getting ready to open up uh, an Airbnb here in Florida. And so I'm making them for our family's new Airbnb. Very cool. Katie, what are you making? About a million different things. But I do have a canvas up on my easel that's inspired by a trip to Utah that Taylor and I took last month. Oh, well, those pictures were amazing. So I can't wait to see it. It's, it's going really well so far. Oh, I'm very excited. Taylor, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? I am so excited about our course launch. Uh, we open in just a couple of weeks. So I'm super excited. I'm so I am also so excited. Katie, how are you feeling? Also excited, but also a little bit just like there, we have so much to do before launch. Like it's a little crazy, but I'm very excited about it. You've got this. What are you planning, Taylor? Uh, besides the course launch? <laughs> it doesn't have to be besides the course launch. I feel like the course launch is uh, <laughs> right, quite a bit. Right now, that's our everything. So Katie just made the yes. private Facebook group for the course launch. So we're just, we're in the planning phase of getting everything set up to like really serve um, our course community. Katie, do you have anything specific that you're planning? Um, well, a trip to Florida during our course launch week. So I've been sending Taylor like some links of places we should go and just planning a trip to Florida. And we could be together. It's going to be great. <laughs> and finally, Taylor, what are you loving? Summer. I, this is my favorite season. I am a summer girl. I love that it's hot and humid and I'm at the beach all the time. Summer. I love it. Katie, what are you loving? Um, currently, this flavor of tea that I'm drinking like right now. What is it called? It is Darjeeling Earl Grey and it's my favorite. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell everybody again one more time where they can find you and your new course? Yeah, you can go to shopstudiosisters.com and all of our links are there. You can learn about the course there. Or if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, it is just at shopstudiosisters. Amazing. I'm so excited. This was such a great conversation. Please come back on the show again. I absolutely loved talking to you guys. And I know everyone will love hearing this episode. All right. We will be back next week with another amazing episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.